it says that my God will, not might, not maybe, but will meet all your needs. It's an absolute. And then it says, my God will meet all your needs. Not some of your needs, but all of them. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Nebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby would like your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org. Now, get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. Listen to how this little girl deals with someone's, someone's disbelief. Talking about whales. And she informed the class that it was impossible for a whale to swallow a human being because although they were huge, their throats were too small. A little girl raised her hand and said, The Bible says that Jonah was swallowed by a whale. Annoyed, the teacher reiterated that it was physically impossible. So the little girl said, Well, when I get to heaven, I'll ask Jonah. And the teacher asked, Well, what if Jonah went to hell? Well, the little girl replied, Then you can ask him. Well, if we believe the word is true, and I, and I know we do, then this scripture I'm about to share, this amazing promise I found in Philippians when a, the Apostle Paul was encouraging those folks, this scripture will change your life. Listen to this. My God will meet all your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. Let's just think about that for a second. It says that my God will, not might, not maybe, but will meet all your needs. It's an absolute. And then it says, my God will meet all your needs. Not some of your needs, but all of them. Then it goes on to say that according to his glorious riches, God's not rich. He's gloriously rich. His resources are endless. And then it finishes it off by saying, in Christ Jesus. That means it's a promise only for believers. That's us. What an incredible promise. So let's make sure that we understand what it doesn't say. That scripture doesn't say, I'll meet all your greeds. You see, there's a big difference between needs and wants. And just like as parents, we don't give our kids everything that they want because we know it's not good for them. God doesn't promise to give us everything we want. But he does promise to meet all of our needs. So why is it that you may have financial needs today? Why is it so, that so many believers are struggling financially? Are we not understanding something? Is God failing us? The answer, of course, is no, not a chance. Rick Warren, he likes to explain it this way. With every promise... There's a premise. When God makes a promise, he is clearly saying, I'll do my part if you will do yours. So to make sure that you're in a place where God can make good on his promise to meet all of your needs, try to remember these simple principles. First, pray before you pay. Ask God to get involved with your financial decisions, your buying decisions, 
certainly before you invest your money in anything. The word says, ask and you shall receive, and your joy shall be complete. Talk to him about it. Second, when you have a need, plant a seed. Now, it sounds illogical to our human nature to give at the very time when you have a need. But that's why it requires faith. God says, my ways are not your ways. When you give during your time of need, you exercise your faith and you unleash God's blessings on your life. And finally, third, trust is a must. We have to trust God in everything. You know, worry and anxiety, they're not qualities befitting a believer. When you worry about everything, what you're really saying is, it all depends on me. And that actually displeases God. So the more we trust him, the more he can meet our needs. Whatever your situation is today, if you believe the word of God to be true, and I know you do, then you have to believe that this promise is for you. God's grace is amazing. Stay right where you are and hear how God's amazing grace can bring you peace in the middle of a storm. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. What's less than two inches big, fully rechargeable, and comes in three sporty colors? It's Nebo Tools Micro Pocket Light. Impossibly bright and unbelievably small, the Micro features six unique light modes, including the 400-lumen turbo mode and three LED color lighting options, red, green, and white light, to accommodate any situation. The Micro is small enough to conceal in your hand or fit on your key ring. This powerful pocket light even comes with a stainless steel necklace chain to keep this light with you wherever you go. Choose red, black, or silver to match your personal style. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the tiny yet powerful micro pocket light at batteries plus bulbs outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code ChristianRadio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. And now, back to On the Bright Side, as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. If you've grown up in a Pentecostal church, you'll like this little story. A Catholic girl and a Pentecostal girl were good friends, and they decided to attend each other's church together. So the first Sunday, they went to a Catholic church, and when the priest made the sign of the cross, the Pentecostal girl asked her friend, what does that mean? Well, her friend explained, that reminds us that the memory of the Lord's sacrifice should be kept in our heart and our mind. Well, the next Sunday, the two girls went to the Pentecostal church, and when the preacher stood up to preach, he took off his watch, and he set it up on the pulpit so he could see it. And the Catholic girl asked, well, what does that mean? And the Pentecostal girl answered, around here it doesn't mean anything. Aren't you glad we don't have that problem around here? How many times have you heard this saying? There, but for the grace of God, go I. Has anybody ever heard that? Has anybody ever said that? Or maybe you said something like this, but for the grace of God, my life would be a mess. Have you ever said that? 
Well, I know I have. It's one of those standard Christian type sayings that's just embedded in us. Sometimes we say that when we observe who's less fortunate than we are. And I know in my case, and I suspect in many of yours too, that we use that phrase sometimes without grasping the full gravity and truth behind the statement, there but for the grace of God go I. It's kind of like when you're driving on the freeway and something happens where you narrowly miss having a terrible car wreck. Your adrenaline and your heart races for a few seconds, but a few minutes later, you're driving along, listening, listening to the radio. You're not even thinking about it. It's often pointed out that the greatest things in life are things that we take for granted. The air that we breathe, the eyes that give us sight, the sun that provides the light and the warmth. All the things that we feel we can't live without, we rarely give a second thought. So the fact that we don't make a big deal about the grace of God all the time is probably a normal human trait. But I want to tell you today that the grace of God is the biggest deal ever. Webster defines grace this way. Unmerited divine assistance. It's something God gives you that you can't deserve and you can't earn. I like it when the Apostle Paul says in Ephesians, Because of his great love, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive in Christ. Even when we were dead in our transgressions, and it is by grace that you have been saved. You see, without the grace of God, we never had a chance. But through Christ, He's made it available to everyone. It's a miraculous gift. And it's the one that we need the most. And it's the one we should be the most thankful for. And no matter what you've gone through, His grace is always enough. The Lord said, my grace is sufficient for you. And I know in my own life, I've had my share of prosperity and family blessings. And I've had some failure, uncertainty, and family crisis. And it always seems like in the worst times, no, ma- no amount of my own effort could ever impact the problems for the better. In fact, the harder I tried, the worse my problem became. But I learned that through these tough times, when my faith is tested, when I come to grips with the reality that I can change little or nothing that matters on my own, when I don't even feel spiritually strong enough to do anything, that's when He, who is rich in mercy, He comes And he gives me unmerited divine assistance. He gives me grace. The grace of God becomes real. It becomes personal. 
and it brings peace in the middle of my storm. And my problem gets smaller because he gets bigger. And then we can make it through our trial. And we know without a doubt, but for the grace of God. There's an old saying about grace that I like. It goes like this. Your worst days are never so bad that you are beyond the reach of God's grace. And your best days are never so good that you are beyond the need of God's grace. The most enduring song of our Christian faith was written in 1772 by a man named John Newton. Every generation since has embraced the words of that song that will penetrate the heart of every soul who receives this marvelous gift from God. Amazing grace. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. I was blind, but now I see. Thank you, Lord, for your amazing grace. If someone was going to write a book about you today, what would the main theme of your life be about? Stay tuned to hear about the only story that really matters. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. I love the intense brightness and durability of Nebo Tools flashlights. Listen, my neighbor lost his keys, and I asked if he had checked under the seat of his car. He had, but I handed him my Nebo Tools second-generation Slide King flashlight, and I told him to look again. He found the keys. My neighbor was impressed. This flashlight is so bright, I want one of these, he says. So I ordered him Nebo Tools second-generation Slide King flashlight. An amazing high-power 500-lumen flashlight, chips-on-board work light, red light, and red hazard flasher. It's equipped with programmable memory settings for each light mode, has four times adjustable zoom, and it's rechargeable. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the powerful rechargeable second-generation Slide King flashlight at batteries plus bulbs outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code ChristianRadio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. Has anyone ever just walked up to you and said, hey, what's your story? Has that ever happened to you? Well, it's happened to me. And uh, that's the question I want to ask all of you today. What's your story? If someone was going to write a book about you today, what would the main theme of your life be about? There's a young man who's been getting a lot of media attention lately. His name is Tim Tebow. And if you are a sports fan, you will know about Tim Tebow. He was perhaps the most heralded football player to come out of college a few years ago. He played quarterback 
And he won almost every award there was to win, including the Heisman Trophy given to the best player in the country. And he won a national championship for his school, uh, University of Florida. All through his college career, the one thing you would always notice about Tim Tebow is he would give a testimony of his faith in Jesus Christ at every opportunity. He even wore the scripture, John 3, 16, in that little uh, black paint under their eyes. And in fact, it was reported that after one game, last, uh, when he was in college, Google, the search engine, had over 92 million queries to the scripture, John 3, 16. It's amazing. Well, when Tim was drafted into the National Football League, uh, the professional level, all the experts said he would never make it. He was an unorthodox type of player. They said he didn't have the skills necessary to succeed. But what most experts in the media really didn't like about Tim Tebow is that he continued to display his faith to anyone who would listen. They ridiculed him. They even mocked him because he knelt beside the sidelines to pray. But to the dismay of all the experts, Tim Tebow continues to thrive and succeed as quarterback for the Denver Broncos. And the experts and the media, they don't understand it. And they don't like it. And the reason that they don't like it is this. Tim Tebow refuses to let anyone define him as just a football player. Because Tim's story is that above all things, he is a follower of Christ. Who just happens to be a football player. And he's determined that no one writes his story any other way. Now you know all of us have a story. And for most of us there are things in our story that we wish weren't there. But I have to tell you that I've become a big fan of young Mr. Tebow. And not because of how he plays football. But because he understands that the only story about him that means anything is the one that says, by the grace of God and the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, I'm saved. Sure, we, we all have lots of things going on in our life that we think help tell the story of who we are. We have families, careers, hobbies. But the question for us this morning is, are we defined by those things or by the impact of Jesus Christ in our life? If you were to tell your story today, what would it be? Years ago, when I was much younger, I had the privilege of meeting and spending some time with Pastor Rex Humbard. Now, some of you remember him. Anybody remember him? Now, he's gone on to be with the Lord. But he was one of the pioneers of televangelism. At the time that we met, his ministry was one of the largest in the world. Nationally televised programs, seen in countries all over the world. He was holding crusades, filling up stadiums around the world. He, he told me that he was preaching up to 300 times a year. One night while having dinner... I asked Brother Humbard, how do you do it? How can you keep up with everything 
that you've got going on? How do you even have time to study for so many sermons? And he motioned for me to come closer. I leaned over and he said, Bob, it's not that hard. There's only one story. It's the gospel of Jesus Christ. And he said, it's my story. And it's the only one that I'm called to tell. And Bob, it's the only story that matters. You see, no matter where you've been, no matter what you've done, no matter where you are, whether you're seven years old or you're 70, the only story that will ever matter is the one that says, by the grace of God, through Jesus Christ, I'm saved. Everything else won't matter very much. That's the story that will stand. That's the story that I want to define my life. And when we know that that's the story of our life, that's when we can love stronger. That's when we can reach higher. That's when we can give more and take less. That's when we can live to reach up to touch him and reach down to help others. That's when our story becomes his story. The Lord said in the message translation, he said, live in me. Make your home in me just as I do in you. I want the Lord to be the author of my story, don't you? Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197. Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com. Or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. That's EmbraceGrace.com. 817-755-8484.
or call 817-755-8484.